Welcome, welcome to Reset with Nat's Money Boosting Monday. I am your host, Natalie Walters. Now, before we boost our dollars, we have to get our financial portfolios right. Now, how are we gonna do that? We're doing it through financial literacy, accountability, and sacrifice. If you've been joining me, then you know phase one is credit up and debt down. There are many of us paying off our debt and planning for a prosperous and profitable future. And how are we getting that done? We're being vulnerable, getting educated, and staying committed. Join me and a community of others on our debt-free journey and our money-boosting experience. Now let's get this episode started. Welcome back, everyone. Today on Money Boosting Mondays, I have a special guest. His name is Jaden Thomas. Jaden is my stepson. Now listen to this. When you have a millennial and a Generation X speaking about different topics, it is always a very engaging conversation because it's nice to see and learn the views of others. There were times where you couldn't have these open conversations with your parents, step-parents, and such. So I am so happy that the two of us have decided to take our conversation to the podcast. Jaden has been doing very well with developing his financial portfolio, at this time focusing on cryptocurrency and Bitcoin. I am inexperienced in both of those uh types of investments. And as I am new in the financial service sector, I wanted to have a conversation with him to see what other information he knew about what he was getting into. Um, And then just to get an understanding for myself, Jaden will also ask me questions as I am a life insurance agent. The conversation is very candid. Please tune in and be sure to leave us a comment, a thumbs up, and definitely check him out. Jaden, welcome to Money Boosting Mondays. I'm so glad to have you here today. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Thank you. No problem. So, Jaden, as a young black, mil- 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 oh Jesus, <laughs> it's, it's a hard word. It's a hard word. It's a hard word. <laughs> yes, it is a hard. It's a tongue twister. As a young black millennial, I'm very proud of you and your endeavors that you've been going through for the past few years. Actually, several years. Yes, yes. You've been working towards developing a great financial portfolio. And you've been focused on financial stability at a young age. What made you so passionate at achieving those goals? Um, at first, it's really just I wanted to put myself in a better position. Um, I realized that in society now, they really try to put you behind the ball in a sense. They come up with bills. You come up with kind of more obstacles as you grow older, more responsibilities. And that comes with having financial stability to be able to deal with those things instead of putting it behind, putting you behind in a sense. Mm-hmm. And I've seen like a lot of people throughout my life kind of have that, hold them back and not have them let them do the things they want to do, like venture the opportunities that they had. And I've saw that from a young age and kind of took it with a grain of salt. And I said, let me kind of set myself up. So in the future, debt and credit and all that stuff won't be a worry. It's something that I can just fill out and explore 
like mm-hmm. certain opportunities, you know, with with nothing holding me back in a sense. Yeah. That's awesome. Especially being within, you know, as I said, a millennial and you are a tail end that's just starting out, mm-hmm. young twenties. I mean, you still want to live your life, flex, have fun. And I know I know that COVID has put a damper on things. And I, I'm not to, not to say that you are one that is flashy and needs to be all over the place. But at mm. the same time, this is a prime of your life. I mm, remember in definitely. my 20s, I did not do anything like this because one, I left home early. And two, I was just, it all came to me very fast. So um, I'm very proud that you are able to do this. And also, you've gone into an area of finances that a lot of people don't even understand for myself in my forties. I don't, I don't know anything about cryptocurrency. Mm -hmm. I know about regular options that they have for saving money and investing money in the bank. Yeah. But for you to look at cryptocurrency as a means to trade and Bitcoin. Yes. Yes. Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. All right. So I'm going to ask you to introduce that option for investing to me mm. well to me on, a, on a basic and then you know like that's exactly to, yes, yes yes feel yes. free to plug in some advance it's in very it's very um in depth in a sense and to give it on like just a basis level mm-hmm. it's a digital currency that is non-traceable it's a digital currency that can go peer-to-peer with no uh centralized third party organizing that so you're in control of your own money in a sense because, you know, when in a bank, you can, they can freeze your money, they can take your money out, and you're not really in control of your money. I was watching a documentary saying, um, when you look at your screen, it's just like a number on the screen. It's not your money because it's just that number. The money is in the bank. The, the bank can move your money and do whatever they want with it. So That's true. I was really intrigued with uh, just taking back your financial freedom, you know? Mm-hmm. And I learned about this when I was in grade 12. Actually, a friend recommended it to me. He kind of brought it up and I was I was at first like kind of offhanded by the idea because like you said, like cryptocurrency is really like a big scale thing that you have to kind of sit down and understand. Right. So when he told me about it, I went back and I did my research and I wanted to find out like why there was so much financial opportunity in this asset. Mm-hmm. And what really intrigued me is because I really wanted to make money, right? Obviously mm-hmm. everybody wants to make money. Right. And it's less developed than stocks so stocks is already very what's the word i want to say very established yeah you know what i mean Mm -hmm. for a stat i even searched this up just for this hey i like Um, research my bad the current market cap of the whole crypto market is approximately 350 billion dollars as of now so that sounds like a lot of money, like, and that's all invested in the crypto market as a whole. Right. Bitcoin, a cryptocurrency, probably deter- like dominates probably, a, I believe, 60% of that market right now. So it's really just developing right now. And just to put that into terms, the, the Forex market right now is worth $6.6 trillion. Oh. Right? So that's just already established. There's so much money in stocks. And if the 1% of the world's money were to go into cryptocurrency... All the people that are in it right now are going to be rich because they're early adopters. And that's the thing about cryptocurrency. You don't have to really sit there and be able to read the graphs and read the resistances and read the supports of the trend line and stuff like that. You can sit on your profits and 
be safe with your with your stuff. People are really scared of cryptocurrency because there was a few scandals in the past about it being non-traceable and people are using it for for bad things and such and such. But that people is... are trying to use cryptocurrency to innovate, especially in these times of uh, Corona, where it's like a peer-to-peer transaction over the internet. You know, it's non-contact. You can't touch it. Mm-hmm. You can't feel it, but it has monetary value. Okay. Now, the reason why... Okay. So, studying... Um, when they're talking about ethics and and, and such within the financial market, right? Mm. Or financial industry. I do recall money laundering being a big conversation or a big portion of my studies. uh And they were talking about cryptocurrency and digital money that cannot be traced Mm. as a means where a lot of people have lost um, whatever they've put in. And now I, I find it interesting because I see banks and bank machines that talk about withdrawing cryptocurrency and such. Mm-hmm, how? Mm-hmm. What is your your state of mind like? How, if, on a scale of one to ten, how nervous are you that one day you log in and your your funds are gone? Like, oh, I'm. I'd say like maybe two. I would say maybe three because there always be the opportunity. If you talk to any trader, there's a definite opportunity of one of these centralized exchanges dropping or people going in and taking your money out there's always going to be that chance because this is cryptocurrency and you have to be safe mm-hmm. but in order to protect yourself you, you have to do certain things like control your private keys private keys are something that you'll be given on certain exchanges that you'll go on to buy cryptocurrency for example coinbase or binance two of those big exchanges you'll go on there and if you keep your private key to yourself and you don't give that to anybody else, you will be safe. If you keep your cryptocurrency mm-hmm. on a cold off storage wallet, you can buy one. It's about, I'd say about $60. If you invest in one of those, it becomes now your cryptocurrency. There are some investors that will say, if you keep your cryptocurrency on these websites, you can say it's yours. You can say that you own that, but necessarily you can't own that because these scammers can go in. Like There will be the opportunity, but mm-hmm. it's you doing those things. I own a cold storage wallet. I bought one. Okay. I bought it probably like a th- couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And all the cryptocurrency, I just move on to it. I move on to it. I move on to it. So I own it. It's literally, you know, I keep it to myself. So in the time coming, I can put it on the website and I can sell it. I can buy it. I can move it around. Wow. You know what I mean? So how much time do you invest in doing this in a day? Like, because I know like uh, stocks is something that I see a lot of people at work or when I've worked in the bank a uh, long time back, they're always on, uh, they used to be on the internet all the time trading, yeah. right? Because they manage their own portfolios. So mm. how much time do you spend a day taking care of your, like, I would say your currencies, not even because none of this is financial advice. We're both, no, yeah. yes, yes, that's fine. <laughs> no, this is financial advice. Yes, this advice. is just a conversation <laughs> between family. Yes, of right? course, of course. Yes. Um, I wouldn't say I'm the average trader, but I would definitely tell you, I would definitely not be wrong telling you that you don't have to be on the market or be sitting at your computer as often as you would mm-hmm. if you're on stocks or if you're on Forex, because like I said, this is such a growing market. The market is going to grow. Like mm-hmm. it is shown through a bunch of statistics i believe um the stock to flow ratio is another uh graph you could look at just showing you that bitcoin is going to go up it is mathematically going up it is, has gone up from its inception which is 2011 mm-hmm. which it was valued at probably i believe zero point like zero zero two 
cents or seven cents, I believe, and now valued at about twelve, eleven thousand dollars USD, right? Right. And that all time has hit twenty thousand. Like it's just doing those little um consolidation, you know, just it's going to build. Right. And the thing is just all you have to do is understand what projects are going to be a value in the new day and age because people see this as like the the innovation of the internet cryptocurrencies have to have a main goal that they're trying to fix for them to be a legitimate cryptocurrency in the space there are people who get scammed because they go in and they invest in the projects that are really just only their only value is coming from hype off the off of the 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 community i would say mm. you know what they don't have a legitimate project they're trying to fix in in the world because with cryptocurrency okay there's a lot of mainstream problems that you're going to need to fix because like you were saying it's really you know uh it's really looked at as like a scam kind of type thing you know right. so people have to work to kind of give take off that perception in a sense okay so yeah if you are smart and you do your research and you go into other people in the space and you look at those coins and you understand I can take my my investment or the money that I make or my income from whatever income that may be and you put it into these reliable projects and you wait then you can make that money instead of you sitting there you know and looking back at your 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 graphs over and over and over again you can go on once a day kind of seeing how the flow of the of the market is moving yes but not sit there and slave away as like you said back where people would look at their stocks and stuff like that like that's how I moved. I know there are people who do read the graphs and do read this, 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 and those are something that I want to learn mm-hmm. in the future. Right. As of now, I kind of just want to learn how cryptocurrency works right. and how people are building on it and why these projects are gaining their monetary value. And that's where I kind of take my money and kind of let it sit there and kind of appreciate instead of, you know, sitting in a bank. Okay. So with that said, mm-hmm. what other type of investments do you use as a means to save for a future, which is more in a safe and uh, regulated manner? Mm-hmm. Because cryptocurrency is not regulated funds. Yes. However, at the same time, you want to have a balanced portfolio. So do you have any other means that you use? Um, I unfortunately, I don't save in a bank as of now. Right now, I only save in cryptocurrency i want if i wanted i want my goodness (laughs) i wanted to uh go into stocks i wanted to go into real estate Mm -hmm. and expand into my my kind of incomes right but as of now yeah i've only gone into cryptocurrency that's what i was going to ask you Mm -hmm. what kind of opportunities would centralized banks have like to offer to people who are not in cryptocurrency and stuff like that okay so there are Things like mutual funds. Mutual funds is still within a stock exchange. There are different types of mutual funds that you can uh, invest in. Mm-hmm. Some are more um, on the safer and secured where it's not not too adverse to risk. Mm-hmm. And there, there are others where you would be taking higher risks. So it all depends on the type of mutual fund that you can put your money in if you are a person who is looking to gain more or higher interest rates on your investment. Now, I am not mutual fund licensed, so I can't necessarily speak to that. Of course. But mutual funds is one of them that I know that is, uh, you know, and it's still, even with that, there are the times where I hear, you know, people will lose, 
right? So you need to watch your portfolio as it goes, but at the same time, you don't run away from it. Um, traditional savings accounts, obviously low interest rates. So all you're doing is just putting your money in there to keep it comfortable and cozy and ensure that if you need it, it's there. Yes. Um, there are different means of life insurance. There's term life insurance mm -hmm. where you just protect yourself. And I think that protection is generally something that everybody should have no matter the age. Um, there's term life insurance is just an, you know, you have life insurance to protect you in the event of an untimely death. Yeah. It helps to cover certain expenses, depending if, if you're single, well, that would help your family make sure that they have those expenses taken care of. If you have a family, it could help with the loss of an income. And then if you are like some people get life insurance and they invest into their life insurance policy. So you would have a portion of your life insurance policy that is for an untimely death and money that is there for the family in the event that, you know what, that loss of income will not necessarily in impact them. So depending on the policy that they get, that money would be able to be withdrawn and it's there as that support. Obviously, the loss of a family member, money does not suffice to all the experiences and the love and everything that is, that, that is gone. But at the same time, having that financial security that is available, that would be available, would still allow for the family to live and not go through um, financial strain, yeah. obviously, in that regard. Mm -hmm. But then there are also policies, like I said, they have a savings portion where they take some of the premium, that monthly premium that you pay, and they put it aside into an investment. Yes. And that investment, it grows over time. And that is invested in some type of a fund. Yeah, setting off better for the future. Definitely. Right. And mm -hmm. at the same time, that investment is also tax sheltered. So if you withdraw from that, mm -hmm. you are not paying taxes on it. Mutual oh. funds and other GICs, RESPs, RSPs, they have taxes that you pay on them when you withdraw from them. But when you save within your um, within your life insurance, if it's a permanent policy, yeah. that's another option. So there are different options, but it all depends on the needs of the individual. You are young. So I think that having a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Yeah. And also you spoke about real estate. It's very important. And obviously we hear that a lot of real estate and that's that's the way that like a lot of people are pushing to home ownership in the means of, yes, have something for yourself. Don't invest in someone else's future, but then also build build wealth through real estate. Yeah. So that is also a good opportunity to get involved with at a young age. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, it's good to have that one-on-one -on -one conversation when you disclose your personal information, your goals, your income, your assets, and, and, and it's all looked at then guess what? Then the person can advise you accordingly. Yeah. And I'm just speaking in general terms at this point. Mm -hmm. Oh. I was going to ask where your passion for debt repayment comes from. Because I understand that your passion, you're, put, you're pushing it on your YouTube, is pushing it on your Instagram, something that you, you really carry with you. And I was really curious about that. Debt repayment is just, it's, it comes from my experience as a young individual. The reason why I had you here is because honestly, Jaden, when I say I'm proud, I know that it is not easy to be young and handle certain responsibilities, but it's imperative that we do. 
mm-hmm. when we are younger. One, you avoid, like you said, you, you've seen things that happen to other people and you don't want to live that. Yeah. And if you take those steps on just saving and learning about different options to save that will allow you to have more for yourself. In the future, yeah. It's, they say pre- 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 prevention is better than cure, right? So if you work early, you're going to avoid all of the other problems that come later on. Yeah. I left home at a very, very early age. Therefore, I didn't learn a lot about finances. I went out there. I had rent. I had a job. I had my phone bill, I had food, mm. and I felt like everything was nice. And then I was want, I wanted a car. Yeah. When I got a car, it came with car insurance. It came with gas. Mm-hmm. It came with an, uh, you know, an opportunity to go out and be about. It came with also, you know, you have your personal expenses to care for yourself and then your social expenses to ma- manage your life. And when everything started to pile up, I started and my income didn't cater to mm. what I was doing everything became overwhelming and I started to bury myself in borrowing money, but then at the same time, not understanding how important credit was. And it got to the point where my debts were a little more than it needed to be. Mm. Um, I still think, and when I reflect on it, if I had proper and sound financial advice from someone who cared enough and not just a professional who wanted to, you know, make money off of me. Yeah, for sure. That he would have said, you know what, if you buckle down and you do this, it would have been, it would be a good idea. Mm. I ran there. I was like, what is this bankruptcy? Stop these people from calling me. Uh, Oh my gosh. I'm all about this. Get rid of the the whole debt. Just put everything in. Yes, I'm gone. So what I did was I claimed bankruptcy at a very young age. mm, And when I did, yeah. And when I did that, I was like, I just left it dormant. And that process stunted me. Mm-hmm. It impacted my self-worth in the sense of being able to do certain t- things. Do yeah, do certain things and then also achieve goals. I, I just felt like limited. Yeah. And I lived like that for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. A very long time to be honest. And I don't want people your age to go through what I, I went through. Exactly, yes. So that's why I share the information that I share. And mm-hmm. there's still adults my age. We're all still growing out of it or start now starting to think about making these changes. Yeah. But the reason why I am so adamant of sharing, especially with the debt, is because if you can stay out of debt and you can manage having good credit, you have options. Um, you're not You're not restricted to options. Mm-hmm. And I feel that it's important that we have those basics, right? And that even in place. goes in because I know that Canada pushed the curriculum for finance finances. So they're going to be teaching that in the curriculum now. And that's something that we were all preaching about earlier on because there are kids I didn't even know that were my age or mm-hmm. back in the day were saying that like we weren't taught about debt or talking about mortgage. We were talking about how we would pay taxes. We weren't taught about any of that. Right. You know, this was something that we we're kind of expected to know like even my mom will kind of brush me off and ask certain questions because she expects me to know these things and it's like you know these are things that we weren't really taught it Mm -hmm. was something that you were kind of just pushed into and that's the thing they want to put you behind the ball so much and that's what i'm saying like if you have this time as an earlier like early like you're in you're in your your early teens maybe early 20s yeah like you have this time to beat that beat that thing but the curve yeah you know what i mean beat that debt right you know get in front of that ball instead of 
you know, falling behind in the future. Cause then, like I said, you can tell yourself how better for the future. And that's how I even, I kind of just came up like that because like you said, like I even had to start paying my car bills. I'd start paying, even helping with the rent, helping with doing all these other little payments. And it's mm-hmm. like, you have to buckle down financially to a certain point to be able to do certain things. Right. You know, and that happened to me at a, at a young age. So it kind of helped me kind of form myself and I kind of, I'm kind of better off for that. So I don't, I don't have any, you know, anything behind it, but you know, just at that early age just use that time. Cause time is so precious. Mm-hmm. I was even saying, uh, during this Corona time, rest in peace to all those people who've passed away. But this time like that they've given mm-hmm. even, or those serve that is given to people, this is time that people have been asking for, for their lifetime. I need a break from work. I need yep. a break from all this stuff. I need, I need money to do this Great and this and that, it. you know? And now it's time that you've been given. It's money that you've been given. So right. it's a matter of what you're going to do with that time and that money, Right. you know, put yourself in front of that ball mm-hmm. because they're going to put you behind that ball as much as they want to. So, you know, I look at everybody's experience is different, right? Obviously, lifestyle is different. Mm. And you are taking the opportunity, because I didn't, when I lived at home, I didn't have to pay rent. I didn't have a car. I just left. Mm-hmm. I finished high school. I was like, peace out. <laughs> and I went out in the world and started to swim. I yeah. thought I was swimming nice, you know. And then I was so like, within a year, I was in the defense with no, no skills. Jacket, no You're nothing. okay. Mm. So the thing is, I believe it's good that you are contributing to rent. I think it's good that you're paying your own phone bill. You have car insurance. You have certain things in place. You're building a routine mm-hmm. of knowing what responsibilities are yeah. financially. You're also taking the time to save whether or not it is within the cryptocurrency. I know you're going to diversify your portfolio so that way you have other means of security Mm -hmm. and protection. But at the same time, I like that you're you're on the move because when it's time for you to get out there and be on your own, it's not going to hit you as hard. You can be self-sufficient. All right. Mm -hmm. You understand? So I like that you are doing that. And I'm just going to commend you for that once again. I mean, I keep giving you props. I appreciate it. You're a very intelligent (laughs) person. I'm flattered. I'm flattered. Thank you. Yes. And you also do research. Mm -hmm. Now, the thing is, back in our days, we never researched nothing. If we didn't know, and, 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 and for me, I can't even blame my parents to a certain extent because at the same time, you are your own adult. When you reach adulthood, it's okay to ask questions. You should yeah. be asking questions. If you need or you feel stuck, you should be. But as people, we are always resistant and we put shame in our face. Mm-hmm. We're always thinking about what somebody else is going to think. But it's important to either ask questions from people that you know or do your own research or mm-hmm. go to a professional. Because if you don't do that, you will continue to sink. Yes. Right? Definitely. And I feel that because you guys are in the generation where everything was accessible. You understand? Yeah. That's why so, you can't even blame your generation because, you know, you weren't really accessible to the internet. Not like, those things kind of, you yeah. I mean, that's just started developing. So if anything, we have that upper hand. So to do that thing, do yeah. that information, that data digging. So mm-hmm. when you guys come with information, it's like, hold on, let me go. Hold. Mm. Let me turn off to the side and peek. And make sure because you guys know a lot and, yeah. and that's good. But when you know a lot, they say when you know better, you do better. Right. Definitely. So my grandfather used to say to me, Natalie, take some of your paycheck and save it. And I used to do it mm. and things were good. 
And then all of a sudden, some life circumstance used to come come up, especially when you have a car. You know, cars. Yeah. Are, it was always a car. Just the and other then, day happened to me too. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then that would come up in my situation. And one thing I didn't have was an emergency fund. Have you heard about the emergency fund? Of course. Okay. So having that emergency fund and saving for that, and when you have that fund, leaving it alone. You know, and that's why multiple streams of income is also important. There's Mm -hmm. so many different things that we have to look at and learn to be responsible and um, just make sure that we have open lines of communication with everybody, you know, within our immediate circle and on our social platforms, because it's not about showing off. It's about maybe helping another person. Yeah, definitely. You know, reaching that person who wants to make that step in that financial freedom, wants to kind of build their financial uh, portfolio or even just, you know, having that fund set aside because people get caught up in what's going on in the world. You know, they're buying. I know I buy a lot of food. People buying a lot of food online or going online and shopping. Like, it's so easy to spend your money. Yes, it is. You know, but nobody's telling you how to save your money. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I also just, just even for retirement planning mm-hmm. for me that's that's a big one i also you know having young young children or you know whatever responsibilities that you have these are reasons why it's always good to start things early there's something called the canada pension plan a lot of people feel that that pension plan is is something to lean on when they get older yeah but at the end of the day if that's not there nothing's a guarantee and you don't have no savings nothing's a guarantee you understand you're, you're that's yeah. salt mm-hmm. i fortunately where i work i'm able to allocate certain funds out of my paycheck into a pension a pension plan that is matched mm-hmm. so they match me dollar for dollar right they could take that that option away at any time, because these are things that, you know, with unions and stuff, they vote for. Mm. Do we want to do this anymore? Are we going to, are we not? So aside from that, what if my job leaves me? I still need to know how to do things on the side. Yeah. So I like that, you know, I'm just saying to you, you have the one option. Make sure you look into others, as I know you will be. Mm. And I'd really want to thank you for being here today. Thank because you. Because I know you're going to go great places in life. Best for life. Hopefully. And also, you know, I hope that more millennials will take the time to not just get caught up on what's happening on social media through entertainment, mm. but also look at what's going on around the world through social media yes definitely open your eyes and and just pay attention Mm -hmm. you have anything to say to the listeners before you leave Jaden? hey man this is my first time doing this i appreciate you natalie for having me on of course um of course yeah i just want to say my little thank yous i hope i you know i hope i touched a little one two soul you know uh (laughs) If anybody wants to learn more about cryptocurrency, I'm uh, my I probably gonna be linked somewhere to this. So I'm glad DMs are open. I'm I'd love to get somebody else, one person on board to cryptocurrencies, more investment for the cryptocurrency space. So mm-hmm. I'm happy about that. So leave yeah, them your handle. Leave them uh, your handle. My Instagram is Jaden C Thomas J A D E N C. T-H-O-M-A-S. I am very happy to have that open conversation and just get an understanding of what people 
that are in this era are doing to save their money, ensuring that they also consider other options available to ensure financial security and building wealth. Um, as you can see, Jaden is well-rounded in his ability to understand finances and the importance of having a balanced financial portfolio. We obviously will be going into depth about his personal needs and how I can assist him as I am a life insurance agent, if possible. Now, with that said, this conversation was not anything to say it was financial advice on how to get involved with cryptocurrency. It was just a very open conversation about what it was and how it can be used as a means for investing. As Jaden said, he is interested and available. If you are interested, he is available to speak with you. Um, so if you wanted to DM him, feel free to do that. But at the same time, this is just, this is a disclaimer. It's an option. This is not professional financial advice. This is an individual who is young and definitely goal-oriented and is on a journey to success. That's why I brought him on the platform and I wanted to have that open conversation with him. Now for myself, if you are interested in finding out more about wealth building, debt reduction, and more about finances in general, then you can visit me on Instagram at Reset with Nat. If you want to email me to speak to me directly about your own financial needs and how I can assist, you can email me at resetwithnat at gmail.com. I'd like to thank you for joining me once again today on Money Boosting Mondays. You guys take care. And remember, with everything you do, have faith, stay focused, and always follow through. God bless.